So I would be more lethargic. I would be not as happy as I used to be. I was just going through life in a shell. Uh, the shell of my former self. I'd go out and I'd put on that smile. And it's the classic case of putting on the mask and then going home, taking the mask off and just melting away into nothingness. Getting up, doing it over and over again, day after day, year after year. Next thing you know, a decade goes by. Welcome to The Obvious Voice, a podcast sharing my experiences navigating fatherhood, advocating for mental health, on a mission to bring Dapper back from extinction. I am your host, Clay Weeb. everyone welcome back this is episode number two of an obvious voice and if this is your first time joining me thank you very much thanks for finding me my name is captain obvious also known as clay weeb as we know from the first episode this is going to be another unstructured podcast basically wanted just to get my voice and my my thoughts down and out there as much as possible. As we move forward, there's going to be a lot more scripted information, a lot more content that's going to be coming through that's going to be directed to certain aspects of uh, the future, to you, to me, and to help all of us move forward. Uh, basically, me living my life through this medium uh, will hopefully also help you get to where you want to be in the future as well. Today I want to dive into the true beginnings of where my depression came from, where the mental health problem started with me, and what I've done to combat that and to really help me move forward to a newer and better clay. Things in my past weren't terrible. My my upbringing, I had an absolutely amazing mother. She's always been there for me right from day one straight through to the day that I'm speaking to you now and will go on further and I'm sure well into the days when she passes on. Uh, she has been my confidant. She's been my number one fan and my true supporter and I appreciate her to no end. The thing where I believe it started going south with me is I always had a little bit of a issue growing up when it came to going through high school never thinking I was good enough and this even started back in the junior high days but I was that character back then where I was so outgoing and so personable that no one ever knew that I had such anxiety about 
not being good enough, uh, not being talented enough, not being skilled enough on the ice, not being um, good looking enough, not being smart enough in school. All of these things were stuck in my head for the longest time. And I fought those battles moving through. After leaving the nest, shall we say, at 17, I started playing junior football out in the Okanagan and started working in the service industry. Drinking came into play a lot at that point in time. When I started playing football, I had, I think, upwards towards 10 or 12 concussions going through my career as a hockey player. Those things definitely impacted the way my brain was working, my psychology was internally, and the way that I was developing as a, a man, as a human, and as an adult. Um, coupling all of those issues that I was having inside, I was masking my issues and my feelings with alcohol. and. It just became part and parcel with the industry that I was in, working in the service industry where alcohol was prevalent everywhere, playing football with a junior football team where you would get into any bar you needed to. Everything just snowballed. And this is obviously no excuse. This is just something that helps me understand where I was back then and why I absolutely had no idea what depression was or the fact that I was in sense depressed. This made no sense to me. I was numbing all of those feelings by going out having fun and drinking with everybody I worked with and all the football team and didn't even matter. I moved to a new city, got a new job, was running a restaurant, then I started working at a pub and of course the drinks kept flowing as they usually do. And the numbing kept going. So years later, I finally met my wife and we had two beautiful daughters. However, the drinking, it stopped to a point where it was almost something that I needed because I was missing that one thing in life. Um, having a couple few beers a night or whatever the case was, after a long day at work, became something I thought was normal. I saw on TV, everybody had drinks after work. I saw family members and, and co-workers and, and friends. And it was just like, it's part and parcel with what we do in our culture. So I thought it became the norm. Um, I don't need a, to have a drink. I just thought that's what you needed to do. And obviously, slowing down the drinking, the feelings that I were having with depression started to come to the forefront, but still not knowing exactly what I was feeling. So I would be more lethargic. I would be not as happy as I used to be. I was just going through life in a shell, uh, the shell of my former self. I'd go out and I'd put on that smile. And it's the classic case of putting on the mask and then going home, taking the mask off and just melting away into nothingness. 
getting up, doing it over and over again, day after day, year after year, next thing you know, a decade goes by and your wife becomes an ex-wife. And your daughters now have to fight through a broken home. I really hit rock bottom at that point in time. When my ex-wife decided to leave me, it wasn't a wake-up call that it should have been. It put me into a deep, dark spiral that, as I look back, was super scary. And I thank the heavens above that I got out of that because I don't know where I would be right now or if I even would be if it wasn't for me getting out of that hole. I mentioned before in the previous podcast about that special person that helped immensely get me to where I am today. But it also had a lot to do with the little things that I started doing for myself. I started taking time for myself. I found yoga, which was something that I never thought of as an athlete previous. But it was something after doing a lot of research, my first yoga session, I, it was like I found home. It was taking time for me and helping myself. Second thing I did was turn a more healthy lifestyle and everything from nutrition to uh, working out. And I'm not saying working out. I, I'm, I'm not a weight guy. I don't go for runs. However, I am active. I'm getting my steps in. I'm getting out into the fresh air. Um, when my daughter's around, I'm playing with them, going for walks, taking them on excursions. It's something that has really helped me along the way. I could be in a much worse state than I am right now if I didn't bring into my life the better eating habits and the better promise to make my body a better place. I don't eat a lot of crap food. A lot of vegetables, lots of fruits. Um, and that's kind of been a consistent thing over the last five years. I wake up, I have my smoothie in the morning, tons of fruits and vegetables throughout the day, and a chicken salad at night. And it's good to go. Tons of water. Always drinking the water. That's another thing that has really, really helped out in my world is just crushing bottle after bottle of water. And it's amazing to know that not a lot of people out there understand how important water is to you. And I know that we were told all the way through school, you got to drink six to eight glasses of water a day. But even when I talk to my daughters and I try and get them to understand, hey, have you had your water today? Oh yeah, dad, dad, we had a sip this morning. And it's like, you guys, listen, you got to understand this is going to be extremely important moving forward because your bodies need all of that water in your system. It just helps flush everything out. It helps your organs work better and it helps you think and focus better. So water, my nutrition, and of course, I'm going to have my treats. I'm going to have junk food every once in a while, but it's not something that I'm having every single night or seven pops during a day. That's the other extreme that I see people really diving into. And especially people with mental health issues or depression, it's they found making themselves feel better 
by eating everything away. And whether it's the chocolates or whether it's the, the ice creams or whether it's the, the bottles of pop, Slurpees, and on a daily routine, <clears throat> excuse me, it it's just something that it can be so harmful to your physical body as well as your, your mental state. So if that's one thing I can implore to everybody out there is just make sure you're aware of what you're putting in your body. You don't have to go full on nutritionist. You just have to understand that there's time for a treat and there's time to take care of your body. And 95% of the time, you better be taking care of that body and sprinkling the sweets a little bit later because you deserve it. You don't have to be living in a prison. It's okay. Water, nutrition, and then your body. The one thing that's really helped out, especially this last year, was an app that my love brought to my attention is the step bet. So with a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, you're checking your steps all the time. With the step bet app, you can actually join a competition. So you put $40 into this competition. And the current one that I'm in right now had over 1,200 people enter this competition. Six weeks long, and you have to walk a certain amount of steps in order to be involved in the competition. As soon as you missed out on your goal, you got knocked out of the competition. So as of right now, we're five weeks in to a six-week step bet. There is 900 people left of the 1,200. 1,200 people at $40 a pop is a big deal. So as of Monday, this competition is going to end, and it looks like I'll be winning about $13. Now you say, okay, $13, that's great, Clay. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go and buy a motel because I won the $13. But it's the competition and the motivation and another way that you can use, it's another tool to get yourself out there and get yourself moving because that's so extremely important for those of us that deal with our mental health issues, especially depression. There are so many times where all I want to do is lay in bed. There's so many times where my alarm goes off and instead of bouncing out of bed, I'm rolling those covers over my head. But getting up, getting moving, sends that energy to your head and helps you go on with your day. And it gives you that goal. For me, I needed that goal. I needed that something to strive for. I couldn't just go out and go for random walks, which is what I was doing. And that's not a bad thing at all, especially in the place that I live in. But knowing that I need to hit these steps, knowing that there is an end goal to reach has been so beneficial. I went from doing between eight to 10,000 steps a day. Now I'm at 10 to 15,000 steps a day. And it's just wanting me to do more and achieve more and strive for more and just be that better self. And that's the most important part. So for those of you out there who are fighting with the depression and mental health, check those things off your list. Am I eating right? Am I drinking enough water? And am I doing the right things for my body? Find a yoga mat, join a spin class, go for a walk, do these things. Do them on the constant and not once in a while. And maybe you are a gym rat. Maybe you want to go to the gym and push weights. Maybe you don't like your body and you want to go and start pumping weights so that you have a better body 
so you feel better about yourself. And that's not a bad thing either. But do what's best for you and start today. Because you've waited too long. I did. But now I'm taking back my life and I'm making it the best life that it can be. So that'll end the episode. One last portion. Dad tip of the day. At the end of the day, remind yourself that you did the best you could today. And that is good enough. And that's from Laura Duchesne. My take on this is the same thing that I mentioned last week and the same thing I'm going to mention for the rest of these podcasts. Be the best you you can be. Don't be somebody else. Don't compare yourself to anybody else because we're all individuals. None of us are the same. All you can ask yourself is did you do the best that you did today? Are you the best you that you can be today? Because if you weren't, you're letting yourself down, you're letting your coworkers down, you're letting your family and your friends down, and you're letting your loved ones down. As long as you step up to the plate and you be the best you that you can be, then you're going to be okay. Thanks for joining you guys. We'll talk to you next week. If you liked this episode, please rate it with max stars and share it with all your friends. Until next time, Dapper Nation, thanks for listening.